were going to do the intro. I was, I was waiting for you to do it. I was going to mimic you. That's <laughs> my Bradshaw broadcast. You didn't mean Go ahead. Give you, give you catchphrase. Hey, give guys. It. This is the Mumpy Brad. Wait. See, now you made me mess up my own little thing. Okay. Hey, guys. This is Mumpy Bradshaw, and you are listening to the Mumpy Bradshaw podcast with I'm, the infamous. Mine isn't that good. I don't have a good author. One. You have to call mine out when you do yours. Like what? Hey guys, this is the Muffy Bradshaw podcast with Muffy Bradshaw and Mr. Cherry. That? No, never mind. I don't like it. Okay, so I am sitting here, as you guys know, with Mr. Cherry, the infamous Abu Dhabi. Wait, dang it. What's my name? I got to find out. I got to say my name again. Oh, Lord. You guys will be very happy to know. You changed um, it? Mm mm. Oh. That, um, I. Got some updates to my ancestry.com. <laughs> and I found out that I am of Nigerian royalty. Yes. Whereas I was under the impression that I was Cameroonian. Mm. So now um, my Nigerian family has renamed me because, you know, it's a process. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Simba became king, Mufasa was a king before him. Mm-hmm. And I am now. Uh, and formerly known as Mr. Cherry, but from now on, you can call me Abu Dare. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm probably not saying it right, but... I love it. I love it. I love it. Right, so you got your Ancestry DNA back. I did. And you guys, Mr. Cherry is, what, 50% Nigerian 50%. now? 50%. It shot up, what, like 30%? It was... I was originally 7% Nigerian. Come on, ancestors. I am DNA. now 50. But if you think about it, like, I was talking to somebody earlier today. Like, I understand the algorithms behind it. The more referenced DNA that you have, the more conclusive you can test one against the other. This is true. Larger test groups. So, I uh-huh. get it. Mm-hmm. Um, ultimately, though, I'm going to have to do the AfricanAncestry.com just because, it, you know, that specifically hmm. pinpoints, like, the, the, all the material that they get is African Right, I just, but I still feel like the sample size is going to be so much smaller, though. That's true. So it's probably not even going to make a difference. Um, But I am also more so Nigerian than Cameroonian. So uh, the big surprise is that Mr. Cherry and I are actually cousins. That's right. (laughs) Go figure. (laughs) Yes. No, because I'm like, people are just like, what? 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 I'm just thinking about, oh, I didn't know that. But anyway. Yeah. So, welcome to part two of Loose Labels and Casual Sex. If you guys have not listened to part one, go ahead and do that. Not now. Well, actually, you guys probably should listen to the first one. You're probably going to want to listen to the first yeah, one. Yeah, so <laughs> why don't you go ahead and... <laughs> well, you just picked up a random... I was like, you just picked up a random now. Yeah, you know. Um, so, if you guys have not listened to the part one of that pod, go ahead over to iTunes, Spotify... Or SoundCloud. Thank you. SoundCloud for part one. And we heard you. Yes. We, we heard God, you. God, we heard y'all. We read your DMs. We talked to y'all personally. And you want more. The people want more. I see you. I hey, like those. Yeah. So I have all these gadgets on our pod table. And Mr. Cherry always finds one thing to fiddle with throughout the recording. Um, yeah, my Malcolm on. Yes, yes, yes. So you want to see how they look? Let me get that. Mm-hmm. So I have this mirror too on the on the podcast table. That works. And he's he's <clears throat> checking out the new frames. So if you guys have not done that, head over to any one of our podcast outlets and check out part one. So 
for those of you who are new to the pod, um, I am a relationship blogger. I am also a podcaster. And <laughs> what? I thought you were going to go right, you know, start with you. I, have, I, was, I did kind of revert. I have a couple housekeeping tips. Oh, oh that's geez. right. Thank you. All right, 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 right. She's housekeeping. Thank house, you. Thank guys. you. Keep me together. Keep me together. Got the cleanest house I ever Yes, seen. yes. So, housekeeping. Um, so, I don't even know what my housekeeping is. Maybe I don't have housekeeping. I didn't think that we had it today. Do I have? Well, I did make a really bad English faux pas on the pod last week. And only because my parents are very, they're not English snobs, but they're very, oh, they very. Co- they corrected you? All the time. Seriously? Oh, yes. They heard the show? Oh, no, they didn't correct the podcast. Oh, I'm just saying, growing okay. up, they were just they were just very into grammar, and I, I said a word. I'm not even going to bring it to anybody's attention, I'm though. sure they didn't catch it. I caught it, mm. and it was like, eh. anyway. So, I don't really have any housekeeping. Okay. Um, so, we right to it, then. I think we're going to get straight into it. Okay. All right, so are you leading this off? Am I leading it off? See, we're sharing, you guys. So, we're using, as you guys know, we're on <clears> YouTube <throat> now. So, if you want to see us when we pod. Hello. Head over to YouTube and on our social media pages, too. Yes. Um, so, we are sharing one phone. So, I'm like, do you want to go first? You want to lead it? I can. Uh, I mean, well, I guess I can. You can lead it. Okay. So, um, part one, we did the first part of the Red Flags. Remember? Yes. Yeah, so, I guess I will lead. Okay. So, yeah, the so first I'll pull up part the link. The, Is it on one, can I go back to your notes and pull up the link for Reddit? Ooh. Go ahead and try that. Okay. While okay. she's doing that. So what we did, we started out the last show with um, a, yeah, you probably won't okay. um, a Reddit article where they mentioned um, some red flags that some people experience or notice or identify um, in the first, like, in the beginning stages of relationships. So in some previous episodes, if you guys have heard, we had identified red flags that you may have when you're first meeting somebody or if you're looking to initially date um, we equally then did a segment, I think it was a different show, mm-hmm. where we talked about green flags, um, green flags mm-hmm. you know, certain things that you're absolutely like, you know, go for it, go mm-hmm. for it. So um, this time we actually found a article on Reddit that mentioned uh, what were some red flags that people identify once they are already within a new relationship. Right. I think we kind of said new, what y'all <clears throat> think? We said new would be about six months. Uh, or less. It depends on who you're asking, but yeah. Okay, know. I think for me, new would be maybe six months to a year. Six I months so. to nine months, I'll say. Uh, I'm going to say a year. I think <laughs> a year probably because I, okay. I need to see all four seasons. Oh, what do you mean? I mean, you know, relationship. Not seasons mm-hmm. figuratively, literally. Like, I need to experience, you know, all four seasons. I want to know, you know, I want to see how we enjoy... The things that take place in the fall, in the winter, spring, get into the new year, celebrating holidays. Um, well, you know what the old folks say. What's you that? know, you you learn something new about your person every single day. You'll never know a person or a significant other completely. Very true. Do you think that's true? I agree. I think that's very true. Uh, I think that's true. I think that's true for the most part. Um, six, so six months for sure is like six months for sure. Brand spanking new, yeah. Right. Anything under six months, you. I mean, you don't even really know your partner. So we don't have <laughs> the link. We're so messy today. Uh, we don't have the link, but what I can say um, is that I can maybe share with you guys maybe a couple of red flags. Yeah. Is that okay, you guys? Do you mind? Is that all right? Is that all right with y'all? So. 
If I think about maybe one of my more recent relationships. <laughs> ah, did you find it? I found it, but I wish I didn't. <laughs> go, please go ahead. Yeah, we're not this messy. Go I, ahead. I just feel so like, wait, you want me to go ahead with my story? I want you to go with the uh, story first. Okay, you fine. Started and I, it's typically right. good. So. so, I was getting to know this was not my boyfriend at the time, but he would soon be my boyfriend. And, you know, he kept referencing his mom in our conversation, which is actually fine because I talk about my parents a lot. So that wasn't necessarily a red flag. But then it got a little more like, really? So we were on the phone. Okay. And I guess he was picking out an outfit Mm -hmm. for work or some type of event or something where he had to be. And he was like, you know what? Mm, My mom likes this tie. Let me call her and see which one she wants me to wear. And I was like, mm, okay, what? That's a problem? No, it wasn't a problem, but That's it was a, a little different. Okay. It was a little different. I'm like, okay. I'm like, why can't you just pick out your own tie? Why do you, you know, need your mom to pick out your Well, clothes? I don't think she's, he, I don't know if he said, let me Here call her. Here you go sticking up hey, for my. come on now. Hey, I don't think he said, let me have her pick it out. I think he said, I'm, I like these options. Let me see what her thought is about these options. So it's not really picking it out. It's saying, hey, let me let me consult with someone who knows me. And who Help knows- me pick out a tie. You can call it consult. You can call it a consultation. You can say, can you assist? You're still asking your mom to help you pick out your clothes at the end of the day. We going to do that this early? Not today. <laughs> not on today. Now, again, that wasn't like, oh, God, girl, let me tell you what it wasn't. It wasn't like that. But that was just kind of like in hindsight. Oh, that was interesting. That was interesting. Okay. And so now here's the kicker, though. All right. So as we got like more intimate in conversation over the like few weeks, you can pour some if you want. Over the few weeks, he would always tell me about how his mom never liked any of his exes. Not one. Not one ex. She always had a problem. <clears throat> and I'm like, mm, okay. But that was a little bit of a red flag to me because I was like, okay, so is it... The mom that may have the problem, or is it truly every single girlfriend you had she just didn't like? That's a big coincidence. Usually out of some girlfriend, you're going to like one. Mm -hmm. Um, And so come to find out that that was like his mom just didn't like any one of his girlfriends, including Mm me. Well, here's the thing. He never outright said it, but as the relationship came to its demise, (laughs) um... Things come out. Because you know when you get in arguments, things come out a little bit. You're like, wait a minute. So that's what it, that's what it is? That's what it was. That's what it was? So, and the thing about it is, you guys, parents love me only because I love older people. Like, I am an older people's person. I will respect you. I will call you by your last name. I will give you amazing Christmas gifts. I will sit and talk to you. But come to find out that his mother didn't like the fact that I never came over. But I did with him. I didn't come over by myself. Oh, independently. Mm-mm. She, she didn't like you. that. Now, did she give you the green light to come over? Because, I mean, that's... No, kinda... she did not. That's interesting. She did not. And I think that she honestly thought that I was trying to dog nap her dog. Because I love animals and I just really wanted to pet sit. And I'm like, oh my God, Miss so-and-so. I love to pet sit. this one. And I think she kind of that rubbed her the wrong way. Okay. okay? Mm-hmm. Um, when we would go over her house, you know, like the dog loved me. And she would get jealous. 
of the dog sitting on my lap. I'm not. This sounds absolutely outrageous. That's ridiculous. This sounds crazy, but I swear to God. And I'd be like, no, it's fine. Like, he can sit. I don't mind. I want to cuddle. Come here. Uh-uh. Come here. And it's just like, okay. So I just feel like it was just a very unhealthy codependent relationship. Yeah. And that's a very short story or very long story made short. But I think just looking back on it, those little red flags were like, mm, something ain't right. You think that if, <clears throat> do you think that if you would have paid attention to them early, you would have prevented yourself from some of the things that you experienced later on? Uh, I don't know, because some men, even though they may have an unhealthy relationship with their mother, can somewhat compartmentalize it. Okay. So I don't know if... I probably would have continued the relationship... But knowing what I know now, I don't think, even if I made the choice to continue it, I don't think it would have been healthy. Do you think that you would have potentially um, maybe kicked yourself in the in the rear for saying, hey, you know what, I, I identified some of these earlier and I wish that I would have listened to my gut and not done it? Do you think that you had that experience later on? Because I think sometimes people, and I, I, I've mm. been here before too, where... You see something early in early on, you're mm-hmm. like, mm, that just sticks out to me. That's that's problematic, and mm-hmm. you have that thought of, you know, could this really like pose some real and true issues down the line? Am I, if I'm going to move forward with this, am I going to regret doing that later on? Um, maybe. Because it was deeper than his mom not liking me. Because she really didn't have a reason to. And so I feel like there were some more issues that needed to be resolved that were totally independent of me. Right. Um, Which in turn turned into like this person having a lot of trauma with his mom. And that manifested in our relationship into like, hey, women are just here on this earth to use me. Oh. Um, he didn't say it like that, but that's definitely how it manifested in our relationship. Every little thing. Oh my goodness. Like it was just, it was a hot mess because his mom was in his ear about it. Mm. Be careful. Don't let these women use you. It's just like, huh? Like, I don't, that doesn't make it's Like what? So it, it, there were just some very, there were just some underlying issues there anyway. That's, that's, that's a deeper, it's a deeper, it's, it's right. So it was deeper than like, you know, his mom picking out clothes. It was just a whole different, unhealthy, codependent relationship. Yeah. So that was a red flag in hindsight. No, I hear you. Um, and that becomes a problem because, well, can be a problem. And I think that I know personally, um, there's moments where you're like, you know, hey, man, I, I should have listened to that. I should have mm-hmm. listened to that feeling. Like, I, I had that thought, and I, um, I should have listened to that, and you don't want to kick yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. You, so, know, you, know, you know. You know. I know. Wanna, okay. I know. Okay. So, all right. And so, we pulled up. We were actually able to pull up the Reddit post. And so, this is a, this is a red flag that someone wrote. Y'all ready? So... This is what so-and-so says. I can't, I don't know what the username is. Mm-hmm. Got jealous about every single call you received. Mm. Even when it was from your family members. Accusing you of, quote, cheating with that HOE. I could say ho on air, right? You can say ho on air. Okay. Cheating with that ho- Oh, it says whore, excuse me. You're on the phone with, even though that, quote, unquote, whore was your dad. <laughs> they ended up being a major cheater in the end. So that was a red flag for this person. Right. 
So, I mean, and I think that that's kind of to my point, like, had that person, well, because that goes two ways. That person may have shown up in that situation somewhat, you know, nervous or apprehensive about, you know, this person receiving calls and thinking, oh, well, maybe this is somebody and they started acting a certain way. Uh, But in that situation, it ended up being something, which was unfortunate. Jealousy is that's a huge red flag. It's a very, very huge, and it shows itself in so many different ways. um, Because, in in my in my personal opinion, I think that I think it's it's oftentimes misinterpreted with somebody being insecure within themselves. But it really, I've learned that it doesn't really have to do with the personal insecurity. It has more to do with that person not feeling secure within the relationship, Mm -hmm. or that. that person having previous trauma where they were not made to feel secure in relationships. So then they enter a new relationship already bringing in that, mm. you know, that feeling from before what they may have previously experienced. Mm. Um, and that can be a problem. Jealousy. I'm trying to think. You know, I have been very lucky. I have not had jealous boyfriends. You're lucky. Mm-hmm, I um, haven't. And I can say that at least they never showed me that they were jealous or I never got any indication that they were jealous. Um, that's just, that's a turn off teacher. It's not cute to me if my man is jealous. That's not cute. That's not like, oh, like it's just, I don't like it. But women, some women like that. I don't like that. Don't question. I just, that's a red flag to me. It's Why? not cute that you're like, who, who's that you're talking to? Oh, I just love you. I just want you all to myself. That's not cute. That's a red flag. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? Like, so. But so from, I mean, as that's not who you are, what do you know women who are like that? Who, who mm, like I for can, their men to be jealous? Who like jealous men? Mm, I'm not sure in my circle, but I've definitely heard of women who are. Yes. Yes. Indirectly, for sure. I don't get that. I don't understand. Because I think that that is their convoluted, unhealthy love language. And that's not a healthy love language. To me, jealousy is not a healthy love language. I mean, it's just like... I don't know. I mean, I I think that some therapists would say, or maybe some psychologists would say, you know, there are some types of healthy jealousy. Um, I'm not sure what that would look like for me, but I just don't like it. Yeah. And I'm not saying that I've never been jealous. Like, have you ever been jealous? I've been, (laughs) I've been jealous. Right. But like what I mean when like just the constant jealousy, the constant, who is that? Or I don't like you talk. I'm not that person, but I think we could all say that we have been jealous. Yeah. Like, oh, who? Okay. And even if it's in a jokey, jokey way, I feel like right. jealousy is, so, it's a natural human emotion, but I think it's just how you deal with that jealousy. Because jealousy is on us. It's not on the other person. Right. I think it's, yeah, I mean, I think it is about how you show up, how that, how you show that jealousy. Can you do it in ways that um, can be either threatening, damaging, invasive, mm-hmm. um, insulting, Mm-hmm. You know, it, it just depends on how it shows up. I mean, I think a lot of guys either go, you know, one of the two extremes, either they're so, either they just try not to be jealous and so much so that they are actively trying not to care. Oh, God. Now that's so crazy. And then you have it on the on the other end of the spectrum where they're just like, very like, just, just paranoid, you know, ridiculously, like, I don't want you going anywhere else, like, very controlling, mm-hmm. uh, I have to be with you when I see you, um, it just can be, it can be very ugly, um, <laughs> but you know what, I can say <laughs> this, like, I know, ugly. in my, so for my, for me and in my experience, where I'm, while I'm not typically a jealous person, mm-hmm. um, I'm very, I am very nonchalant with a lot of things, like, mm. a lot of things don't really, 
register for me mm. or correction they don't register or or bring about an emotion mm. and i think that's oftentimes mis- misinterpreted as a lack in care Oh, that has happened so many times. Ooh. I can't even count. Mm. And it's just I, I, <clears throat> I really like sit back and kind of think about it. And it's it's crazy because with some of the people I've cared the most about in romantic relationships, mm. that still has not changed that about me. Just because that's my personality. I'm not the I'm not the person to ask you where you're going. I'm mm-hmm. not checking. I'm not looking to see who you're talking to, who's commenting or responding on your social media. Mm-hmm. Those things I'm really not, for whatever reason, just doesn't register for me to mm-hmm. do that. And that oftentimes is misinterpreted mm-hmm. as well. You just don't care, or you mm-hmm. don't care about anything, or you don't care about me. And it's like, no, it's not that. It's not that. I just I that doesn't that I just don't. That's not me. Yeah, I well, I don't. As y'all know, if you are an OG of the M and what what's a, what's our abbreviation? MBP. Happy Bradshaw MBP, podcast. Okay. Yeah. OGs uh, of the MBP. Yeah. <laughs> I y'all know I don't follow my significant others on social media. Mm-hmm. For I mean, just it just to me cuts out all the extra stuff that I just doesn't that doesn't matter. Mm. Um, you got another one? Yes, Lord. Okay. Um, this one is this one says um, a petty turn off. Well, a turn off for them in new relationships mm-hmm. are people who continuously post bits of their relationship on social media. Uh oh. I just like this part here. I'm dating the person, not the fan club. Woo. Mm. Woo. Well. Um, is that a, would that be a a red flag? Um, so I'm going to say that I now I have to look at it from both sides because (laughs) as while one could say, I don't find it to be problematic to post about my new relationship. I'm excited about my new relationship Mm -hmm. and I, I, people who are close to me, people who I love, people who are equally excited about my Mm -hmm. new relationship want to see us. (laughs) That's true. In theory, they want to see us, Mm -hmm. you know, which is, you know, innocent. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the other side of the spectrum, you see. have people who feel as though that validates their relationship, validates you know the seriousness, the seriousness, of, seriousness of it. Exactly. Like if we're we're not, and equally, you have people who look on social media to see like, oh, if they're not posting, then they're not serious. Mm. If they're not, you know, plastered all over mm. your social media, then this must not be a real relationship. Mm, that's that's too bad. I guess I never had a real relationship except maybe like ten years ago. That's the last time I posted like outwardly, like, "Hey, this is my man." I think for it's been about five years for me. Mm. What problems do you think are like arose from like pat like past past relationships where you posted on social media? Um, I think the problems weren't. I think the problems just became it became problematic when there was a necessant feeling or need to keep it going. Like like it it felt <clears throat> more like it was not really just organic or mm-hmm. like we're capturing just this special moment. Mm-hmm. It felt like every moment had to be captured. Right, for social media. For social media. Mm-hmm. Like you can and I, I still don't understand how you can take pictures why do you have you don't have to post them all. Right, like I have tons of pictures of my exes on my phone. Yeah, I mean it. It's, it but I that, on social media. Well, one did. But it just became. 
it started just to become more of a routine. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know me. I'm just not a really a routine person. Right, right. Like, I want special things to be special in and, mm-hmm. in and of themselves and not to the gratification of other people, other parties who are not in our relationship. Which is why I like that they said this. Um, and again, you guys, we literally just scrolling through these 7,000 comments. <laughs> so, uh, you know, this just yeah. came about. But I like where they said this. I'm dating the person, not the fan club. Mm. Um, and I just think there are so many components about relationship mm. where it turns into being about the people who are viewing your relationship mm-hmm. versus you really kind of being just engulfed in and focusing on the relationship mm-hmm. with that person. So, and you know, what's interesting when I'm in a relationship, I'm not on social media nearly as much just by default. I'm just not on there as much anyway. I think for me, I'm, I'm on, I'm on social media more I guess more now because of the show. Yeah, um, yeah. More now yeah. because of just the things that I'm involved in. Mm-hmm. But separate from me, you know, if I'm in a relationship or if I'm single, like I'm not perusing through, you know, gawking and looking at mm-hmm. IG models and stuff mm-hmm. like that as much. I'm joking. <laughs> I was waiting for your response. No, 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 no. I was just uh, <laughs> no. I'm just, I'm just teasing. Um, right. So that makes sense. That makes sense. So I think we're done, right? With the, with the, that was it for yeah, the I red mean, flags, right? Just a couple. We were just going to do a couple anyway. Um. So now to the meat and potatoes. You know, old folks say potato. potato. They don't say potato. They say potato. So what do you say? You know what? I don't know. Now that I'm on the spot. <laughs> Potatoes, potatoes, potatoes. You say potato, like the. I think I say potato. No, okay, Mm -hmm. doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so okay, housekeeping done. We had the response. All right, all right, right. So now, part two of the 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 anxiously Mm. or eagerly. I think it was more eager. More eager, right? You guys were (laughs) you guys were eager to. We got some little, inboxes, didn't we? We got a lot, messages. Of, a lot of inbox, which is very good because that lets us know like you guys are engaged, you guys are listening, you guys are wanting more from these topics, which is very good. Like I was talking with Muff and them, um, and even just some of you know friends that that are listening to the show. Like we really are kind of um, unpacking a lot of these topics, not necessarily just for us. Um, but equally like this, we've been told and we've heard from people how this is just really kind of feeding people because it gives them perspective, um, from a guy's perspective and equally from a girl, a a girl's perspective on these topics. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's, what's really special about our shows Mm -hmm. because, um, like we've realized and listened that there aren't many who have a, I guess a structure or dynamic like we do where you have two people, male and female, not a relationship, but Mm -hmm. just still able to have this open dialogue about these things. So, yes, yes. Um, And I've gotten that a lot. People, you guys enjoy that. People, people enjoy that. So that kind of brings me to thinking about new relationships Yeah, and just kind of our experiences with relationships and what that looks like for us to commit to an exclusive serious relationship because if i'm committing it's serious right we're not doing the okie doke relationships like hey i like you you're attractive let's be together it's so deeper it's so much deeper than that for me we're not doing the boyfriend girlfriend (laughs) i'm doing boyfriend girlfriend (laughs) all right i still say boyfriend you guys missed. we got a lot of heat from that jesus episode part one listen to part one we're not going to go into that for this one but we got a lot of heat from that one yeah we did but there it takes a lot for me to commit to someone you know what I mean? Like, it's it's so much deeper than that. And I think that's why 
I have been single. I don't really want to say so long. I don't feel like I've been single a long time, but I have had spurts in my life where I have been single. I think the longest time that I've been single, man, my goodness, maybe two and a half years. Ooh. Maybe two and a half years. Okay. Um, like a serious, committed relationship. It's been a, you know, it was that, that was, yeah, like two and a half years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I had opportunities. It's just. I think one of the big, biggest things that comes to mind when I think of like new relationships. Um, actually, we had had a conversation. Uh, well, I actually spoke with uh, a very close family friend of mine. Um, I can shout her. I can shout out. Yeah, of course. Yeah, shout you out. You did before um, on the podcast. That's right. Yep. Yeah, that's very, mm-hmm. that's very true. Um, so, good family friend, Alina. She's like a little cousin slash like I mean, we kind of all grew up together. My mom and her mother, are very very close friends. Shout out to Alicia. Shout out Mama Cherry always. Yes, hey Mama um, Cherry. But she mentioned that was something very interesting. And I think like, well, she mentioned a number of different things. But one of them, um, just as we kind of just got to talking about new relationships, mm-hmm. um, was that she uh, she had a, she was curious about um, what what are some of the reasons that men don't necessarily feel so compelled to to make a relationship or to get into exclusive relationships or like what does it take for a man to get into an exclusive relationship um and i think that like as i kind of spoke with her a little bit but just in general i think that sometimes the biggest misconception for women or my my assumption again my presumption of what of what is some of the what is one of the biggest challenges is that um men are men fear getting into exclusive relationships because they fear what they're going to lose and options of dating or seeing other women. So as you guys may, for the, for those of you who are just listening, you can't see the face <laughs> that I just got. But for those of you who are watching, the face hey, that yeah. I just got was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that, but, that's true, though. But that's real. Fear of miss FOMO. Fear of missing FOMO. out. A lot of, Fear a of lot missing of, out. please expound on that. I mean, is that's. Yeah. So, and I, I do think that's true, and I think that's fair, and I think that that is just something that we naturally do with a lot of things, okay. you know, including our relationships, fear of missing out, but I think that, hmm, I wonder how much of that is surface, you mm-hmm. know, because my question would be, if you if you meet someone who, you know, meets your needs intellectually, uh, physically, emotionally, is it really fear of missing out or is it fear of commitment for other reasons? I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm grappling with that. Um, I personally, I think it's kind of the opposite for women. Um, some women, you know, we don't like to generalize, but I think it's fear of not finding anything better. Like, men are on mm. one side of, oh, FOMO, but a lot of women have a fear of not finding something better or mm. because of time constraints or, you know, the whole infamous my eggs and all of that. Mm-hmm. So I think that it comes on two ends of the spectrum. And maybe some men, too. I'm sure, it, you know, it's not sex-specific, but I don't think... That fear of anything, fear of missing out, fear of not finding someone better. I don't think that's ever a good reason to stay in a relationship. I agree. Or, or yeah. leave a relationship. Right. Um, or, to, you know? or to find yourself coerced into or pushed into a new relationship. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. I think that that happens a lot. I know I know a lot of men who have found themselves in those situations. Mm-hmm. Um, what? Fear of missing out? No. Actually find found themselves on the receiving end of someone who is fearing missing, who is fearing um, that time is getting away from them. 
Mm. Oh, so then the pressure comes on the man, the like, hey, we'll be we getting married. Exactly. When we having babies. Exactly. That's interesting. Um, I That's think that a lot of a lot of women, even in my personal experience, mm-hmm. a lot of women have had either these unspoken time frame, uh, unspoken um, timelines, timelines, mm-hmm. or some women have just been very direct. You know, hey, look, um, in two years, in three years, in four years, I, I'm, I'm looking to be married. Which I you is that can, fair or no? It's that's fair. It's you absolutely think? fair. Okay, you know, I'm every, just asking. I don't all, you know, have an opinion. We, I think we all are into you know my thing. We we are entitled to feel how we feel. Mm-hmm. That is the one thing nobody can ever take away from you or tell you. It can't tell that's you right. that you can't feel how that's you right. feel. That's right. That's right. Now, what you do with that feeling and how you put that into action is what can be somewhat received as out of line. Right, that's where you got to find your person. That's where you got to find your person. You got to find your person. That's right. So, I mean, <laughs> um, I don't think that it's wrong in that way, but I think that what you'll find is when you position that to a man who actually feels for you. Who, right. Who enjoys your time and enjoys mm-hmm. your space and enjoys the... Most men, if, if we can have fun and we can laugh, if we can joke, if I can... If you are, can become my confidant, if I can... If I find myself wanting to reach out to you mm-hmm. on average, then... We're trending in a way that I'm really devoting myself to you, and and I'm mm-hmm. not I'm not wanting to steer anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just sometimes cannot happen as swiftly as as women would like, and I, I've heard that to be a fear for my. What can happen as swiftly as women like for that? the 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 confirmation for a woman on the receiving end of the relationship to feel like that's how you feel about her. Oh, I see. So there's like some type of time discrepancy. Like you should feel this certain way because I feel this way. It's been X amount of mm-hmm. months, weeks, whatever. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, you know what? I sometimes can't blame people. Like I- to me, I feel like the older that we get, and I just really feel this in my bones and my spirit. Mm-hmm. The older, or at least for me, I know this is how it's going to be for me. Okay. Um, I don't think... That I'm going to have to spend a lot of time to know this person is for me. Right. To so, commit. So when you say you don't think, and I know everybody's timeline can be different. Mm-hmm. When you say mm-hmm. you don't think it's going to take a lot of time, what, if you just, I mean, if you were just to paint, what would that look like? What would that amount of time mm. be for you to really genuinely say, I know that I want that I that I'm gonna I can tie down here I can tie here and, and uh, I would say the first maybe four dates. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. What the first the first four days, like the first to me to to to, to determine if this is someone worth spending time with. No, that oh, this so is someone that I can that I want to exclusively pursue relationship with. So, like, pre-relationship, or this is someone I could be in a serious relationship with? Yes. Oh, yeah, the first the first four dates, it doesn't take long, because I don't waste my time. That's why I have that's why I have long spurts of singleness, because I don't waste my time. Wow. I that's, don't. Impre- I just, but at I the same time, but at the same time, that does not mean that I'm shoving marriage down, down your throat or engagement. That doesn't mean that for no, me. No, no, not at what all. What that means for me is that... I am going to provide my time, which is very valuable. Mm-hmm. I'm going to provide my whatever, you know, my my intellect, my companionship, whatever it is. I'm providing you with that. That is that is a lot. So it's much a part of me. So you know? much so that you know that you are going to that you are committed to exclusively moving in this direction. 
See, now I feel like there's just a lot of extra words in there now. Uh, well, not, now it's extra words. Now we get... Now wait a minute. So, much. wait. Maybe... This, what you said is... It's been a long day. I'm maybe I'm not understanding your question. In the first four dates, you feel confident that you know... That you if know I want to pursue something? With this person that you would exclusively pursue relationship here. Right. Saying this is someone that I could pursue a relationship with. That you Not would. meaning that I'm going to be in a relationship after the fourth date. No, that you are going that you are going to be in a relationship with that person. Oh, that's I mean, see, the no part is throwing me off. That I know this is someone that I could be in a relationship with, or that I am going to be in a relationship after the fourth date, uh, or the, by the fourth date. To me, I hear the same thing because see, I, I know, know that's I think where we're messing because I don't hear that. If in four dates I know that this is someone that I that I'm going to pursue relationship with mm-hmm. then what is stopping me from pursuing relationship confirmation confirmation and for me that's that is solidifying my original thought like okay this is true this is what I thought this is confirming what I thought the first couple of times we went out it is confirming what I felt when we were talking on the phone you know it's just that confirmation phase for mm-hmm. me okay for me and i think with I'm not going to call that man sociopath like I did last you, time. You dragged that man. <laughs> you dragged <laughs> that man. I'm not going to call him that. I am but sorry that's that man. Why... <laughs> I am sorry. Yeah! I, am I, wish, sorry. I wish we had the sound bite. <laughs> I am sorry for that man. Who you dragged him? Sorry to this right man. Sorry, sorry to this to man. man. Sorry to this man. But in my eyes, in my eyes, it was, that's why we just had such a long, not that long, but just kind of like a, like a, it's, oh, never mind. It's mm. just, I don't know. That's why to me, like, I knew that he was someone that I wanted to invest time with. Okay. And were we in a relationship technically after the fourth date? No. And we had a lot of back history. So it wasn't your traditional brand new person I'm meeting. Hey, I'm getting to know you. Right. But I knew after like we reconvened that this is someone that I wanted to invest time with for sure. Very soon. At first, I'm like, I wasn't checking for him. I was having my, you know, my summer, enjoying myself. But, yeah, things change when, you, when you're when you intentional and you know what you want. Okay. To me. No, I mean, I agree. I, 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 can, I can totally understand and agree to that. Um, I think one thing that I didn't, I didn't get to mention, I think, what I didn't mention, I think, is of, is of importance. Um, I think one of the big things for men, I guess I was kind of mm-hmm. going into that, is that, and again, as we don't speak, we don't speak in absolutes, we don't mm-hmm. speak for everybody, but I think for a big thing that I've heard from men mm-hmm. for men and equally I kind of share in that mm-hmm. is that the concern isn't so much so that I'm going to miss out on someone else that's out there mm. or it's not that I'm going to not be able to be single or I'm not I'm going to miss out on you know guy trips and doing whatever I do you know all those things it's not so much that and I mm-hmm. think that's probably because like most men that I do know in that way we've done that you know, we've you've, ex- you've done that already. We, we did been there, that done already. that. We we've been there, we've done that, we got mm-hmm. that out of our system. Mm-hmm. Um if we've gotten that out of our system. So I think it's also very important that a man identifies with himself or you know, and, and women may not know that, but that man gets to a point of identifying in himself or or I would what I would hope would. Mm-hmm. Um getting to that point within yourself to say, Look, am I really done with this? Done with the single life? Done with the single life. And and it and, and another piece too. It is just like you know. I know some women. You you go in and out sometimes. You know, you may be in a space where look, you know, I'm a, I'm gonna play around a little bit, and then you may get to a space of saying, you know what, I don't want to play no more. I'm I'm ready to be in a serious relationship. 
That's true. So I mean, you there there are certain periods of times. However, I think one of the things that um, is is missing is is misinterpreted is that it's not so much for some men that you fear not being able to live in singleness. It's that you also understand the gravity of and of the and the responsibility of what it takes at this point in life and time at this age to be in a committed, exclusive relationship with a woman. Yes, and I understand that. I understand that, and I actually respect that. I think another factor that a lot of men um, face is where they are in life, yes. career-wise, ambition-wise, and what they have lined up. Because this is a pattern that I see in my friends and even in, with some of my exes. If they are not where they want to be career-wise or if they have other things they want to accomplish, sorry, booze, like that, those goals are going to come first. They, I, From what I've experienced. Um, so if you are dating a man who is highly ambitious, sometimes that's like the price. That could be the downfall sometimes. Yeah. I mean, you that know? can be the downfall if he's if he's functioning within that space of being ambitious and actually putting that into into motion. But equally yeah. in the same token, if he's an ambitious man and he's in a season where of life where he's not really functioning highly in that ambition, if he's not doing what he really wants to be doing. Oh, God. That's like a whole that you're other, not, you're not you're not being the man that you want to be, so you Child. battle and struggle and Don't do that. With, Stay far away, ladies. Don't I mean, do it. Which and, and I know that that's a struggle for some women because you it can is. see that's where women get in the you know, I see the full potential of this man nope, and I see him anymore. struggling internally and battling with wanting to be in the fullness of who he is and he's not doing that. So he can't really give me what he what I want him to give me, but I know that it's in him to give. You know, so mm-hmm. it's, it's a, and it's going to be, and you know what's going to happen? You're going to build him up, and then, you know, let's say you guys aren't together, he's going to be ready for the next woman. We, and that's the sad reality of that it. Is a, that is an avenue that sometimes happens, but it's not a direct correlation. That's not fair. That is not fair. It's not a direct correlation. The direct correlation it is happens, not. It happens, though. It happens. It, I don't disagree it with happens, that. It happens, for sure. It does happen, mm-hmm. but it also happens because, outside of that, where you invest and tie down with this man he you know that you build him up how you know how how we put that and then as he's functioning in the in his in the space of what he what he wanted to do and how he wanted to be and what how he wanted to show up in that relationship he equally can give that to his relationship now he can really can feel empowered in that area of his life but so and what sacrifice can, of the woman at what sacrifice of the woman? I'm not doing it. Accountable. I'm not sacrifice. doing it. I'm but, not doing but that. But that's anymore. for each person, man and woman, to be accountable for self. Are you? Are do you know that this is what you're doing? Do you know that this is how you're showing up in this relationship? Are you accountable for being in this space? Because at the end of the day, don't blame this man. What would I? What would? What would? Where would the blame be? It for would the be man? accountability for you know what. I this to our red flag. There was something that a, a sensor went off in me that I realized. I, my my sensitivity show, told me that this main this man may not be ready to be in a relationship with me, and I need to part ways because this may. Oh not yeah, be right. So I don't think there's any blame for the man. Like we all make our own choices, and that's why I'm like emphatically stating for me. I am purposely and consciously not choosing to build without reciprocity. Absolutely not, because it never fails in my personal experience. I don't have any, like, I don't take away anything from the relationship. Okay. Nothing. So as a woman, 
or it's just a person even who has been in a relationship or been in relationships where, because again, I talk about this a lot. It's just a natural helper, like natural cheerleader. That's fine. And I'm actually proud of one of those those qualities that I have. But there are only certain people who are deserving of that. Right. And the way that I determine that now is the reciprocity. Am I getting it back? Mm-hmm. You know, are we equally yoked? Are we? Are you also able to provide things for me emotionally and intellectually? It's it's like then that is like non negotiable for me. Right. And that's my decision. No blame on my exes. No blame on those experiences. But. I am making different decisions because I know that that doesn't end well for me. Do you feel that in your experience or the experience of of those close to you that men have typically identified in ways that they can provide reciprocity that that is not correlated with finances and income? Yeah, of course. I don't. And when I say reciprocity, I'm not even talking about finances. I know that you're not, but I'm Mm -hmm. saying I'm, I'm curious if you've heard men verbally say, I know that I can return this to you in ways that are not connected to money and not connected to how much money I make or what I can do or taking us out or buying these trips or what have you. Do you, do you, do you hear men, have you experienced men say, look, I know that I provide comfort for you. I I know that I provide emotional stability Mm -hmm. for you. I know that I provide um, confidence, reassurance, Mm -hmm. compassion. Do Mm -hmm. you, you, do you, do you, have you, do you experience those things? Honestly, I haven't. I haven't. I have and that's with that's with my personal experience and that is with my, you know, my inner and outer circles personal and that's the honest to God truth. And I think I think that's because more often than not, men equate success with money. Um, I think especially in like your traditional relationships and just based on society, um, that men find value in their career and what they could provide in re- relationships through career, through money. And I know, and I'm saying that just from my personal experience, because that has been a huge insecurity mm. for men that I know personally and, you know, directly and indirectly, that has been a huge insecurity. Do you think that those, so, so those conversations don't happen, which is, um, which is what I'm hearing. From from my personal experience, I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do, but mm-hmm. I have not. Mm-mm. That's unfortunate. It is because, and when I was just going off, when I was on my soapbox just a minute ago, I wasn't even referencing finances. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the emotional piece, right. like how can you, you know, motivate me for you know, or just whatever. Like I wasn't even talking finances. I think a good. I guess there's a little takeaway because um, people, you know, people again communicate how they take certain things away from the shows and mm-hmm. things like that. I think maybe that's a good takeaway just to find that that space where you can. I'm speaking to listeners, and as I've, I've, I found it to be a value in my relationships, um, just to have that dialogue of what you know, what can I, what can I provide or give or bring to this relationship for you? Like, mm-hmm. what can I, what can I do for you? How do how do I how would I best show up in this relationship for you? And you know what's funny? That kind of reminds me. I was having a conversation today. As a matter of fact, and I forgot the movie, but there was a movie. It was with Taraji P Henson, and she was baby like, boy. No, oh, sorry. <laughs> um, and so she was de- she was you know an exec, probably making well over six figures, mm. and she ran into this man who had a food truck or was trying mm. to get his life together, you know, his career together. His life was together, but get his career. And she was like, "Oh my god, no! Oh my god, he's blue collar." And 
I was to, like, I would date someone who was blue collar. My thing is, are you driven? Are you motivated? Do you have, you know, the tenacity to go for what you want? That to me is what makes someone sexy. But what if, what if the food truck is what he wants? Fine. I'm not contesting that. I'm not saying that you are. Yeah, that's fine. To, because to me, that's that. still, you're an entrepreneur. You're starting your own business. That takes a lot. Mm. That to me, you need to be motivated to do that. I would. I would I found that interesting because I know the movie you're speaking of. I can't think of it because I don't later Wedding on in that later on in that exchange, she ended up running into Morris Chestnut. All right, and he had the money and he, he treated her like crap. He, right, and he had the car mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah, um, she ended up realizing that the food truck guy, while she still wasn't necessarily pleased with what he did as far as his occupation, oh, okay. and then he ended up being being or showing himself to be driven, and I think he ended up like getting his own restaurant. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I think she realized that even even in where he was within his occupation, he provided so much more to her. Mm-hmm. Um, that she that she really realized that she needed, and that's I think that's interesting because I, while that's a movie and you know it's all mm-hmm. beautiful to happen, that's not how it's gonna happen in another in the reality of life because. While I do know a lot of women who don't like you are okay with blue collar brothers who maybe not necessarily work this, it's, you know, executives here on that, do these different things. They, you know, they're not really necessarily choosing the guy who's making them feel good. They're choosing the guy who has the op- the opportunities, the money, the, money, the status, the 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 highway to success, and you know all these different things and. And again, yes, I'm I, again, not all. We always have to preface this. We're not making blanket statements. But um, if you ask the average brother, if you ask the average sister, she, is she okay with tying down with a man who may not necessarily make the most money, but makes her happy? Her answer is going to probably be, yes, I don't have a problem tying as long as dot, 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 dot. It's fair to have contingencies it's, on things. And, and the contingency, it's like this is your life party. You can have contingencies. The contingency being as long as he has some next, some long-term visions or plan for next level. So success. let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. And we gotta, we gotta, we gotta wrap up because we're getting into it. But not wrap up the pod, but wrap up the subject. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so would you date someone yep. who? Would you date? I have to keep acknowledging our camera because it's not. We can't see. So I'm just. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to ignore our YouTube crew. How y'all like my? Ex, um, y'all? <laughs> I'm not trying to ignore my y'all. I'm sorry. So would you date someone who was making, let's say, I don't know, maybe like twenty thousand dollars a year as I don't know whatever job warrants twenty thousand dollars a year. And she was okay with that, and she didn't have like she didn't have any qualms about it. She was good. Honestly, be for real. Be honest. Oh, I mean, okay, being honest. Don't look at the camera like you, didn't, you caught me. Like you, I always try and sneak like in. Like you pin drop. No, <laughs> you ain't you ain't mic drop. Um, <laughs> twenty. Yes, B. Now twenty is all right. Twenty. Be honest. Twenty is a little much. I get. I get. I get. So there where is you're a going. cap on income. There are people. So there is. There, there everyone is. has their limit on income, and so my point is that I'm not like even like it kind of goes against my point I just made. 
But blue collar, yes, I would date blue collar. But which, just like which you, which is not correlated with twenty k. No, right. But I gotta finish. But just like you, there still needs to be some ambition there. And to me, I think if you have natural ambition, you wouldn't be comfortable making twenty a year. So my, you wouldn't be comfortable making twenty five a year. You would want more. True. You want to do more financially if you were ambitious, in my opinion. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I that sounds want, bad, but that's kind of how I, I feel. I mean, it doesn't sound bad. Again, your truth is your truth. <laughs> it is yours to own and have. You know. I think for me, um, I think that it, as far as having a relationship that's going to go the long way, if, if, if she is someone that I connect with that truly, genuinely makes me happy in a way that I've never been made happy before. Mm-hmm. Um, my my hope is equally that as certain things are passions for me and to me, mm-hmm. they will become of interest to her, and we'll find some way of you know of making some things happen as it as it pertains to occupation or money or finance. So you would hope that it would change. You would be able to change. I wouldn't necessarily the... change, but it, I mean, I so I think the difference is. I wouldn't have contingencies as far as like, well, she's got to do X, Y, and Z mm-hmm. later on in life. Like, so for example, in that example, she did. She had a problem with him having a food truck, but as long as he was, you know, going to get a business or something later, she was open to. It. My thing is not like, okay, you make twenty k, mm-hmm. but as long as you going, you know, get into another position that's going to make you fifty, sixty, then I'm with it. My thing is, you make me happy. I wish you made more money than twenty k, mm-hmm. but. If we, I, at least I know that if we both went flat broke for whatever reason, mm-hmm. we have a connection and you make me happy. Okay. I think that that's of greater importance. Mm-hmm. And uh, what I what I hate to see is that relationships don't even get the chance to grow or or build or even establish mm-hmm. because of those very uh, those those just those pieces to the the puzzle when you're meeting each other. So okay, yes, you know. All right, fair. That's fair. But twenty k is a is a stretch. Okay. Um. So that that leads me to pick your brain on something, and All this right. is kind of like this goes back to our continuation of part one of. It's funny we haven't talked about loose labels yet, and we haven't talked about casual sex yet, even though this is part two loose labels casual sex, and we're like fifty three minutes in. Sorry, y'all. It's not clickbait. Um. But it, it brings me to think. Just with relationships, and we always talk about exclusive relationships, Mm -hmm. what that looks like for us, what that means for us, our experiences with that, but what about casual relationships? Relationships that may just be sex only. Relationships that may just be, hey, you know, we can act like we're girlfriend and boyfriend, but there's no exclusivity. What about the more unconventional relationship? Well, actually, that's not unconventional to a lot of people. It's actually very conventional. But some of the relationships outside of exclusive, serious relationships. Hmm. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Do you Um, feel like it's something that's healthy? Do you, I mean, I don't. I think that it's healthy. And I think that it, it just, everybody, male, female, has to start with the very groundwork, very framework of it. For starters. I had to, I mean, first and foremost, you have to be real with yourself. And if this is a, if this is a structure or some, or a concept that you can deal with. That what, you the can, casual sex casual, or? Just the, this casual relationship. Hmm. Because if it's not, then you don't need to do it. That is my suggestion because you will not be happy 
in the long run, they will not be happy. The people who you are casually doing things with will not be happy in the long run. You just do a disservice to everybody involved if you are not ready, if you are not mentally ready to do that. Do you think that people can compartmentalize sex-only relationships? Do you feel like men can disassociate feelings and sex? Um, I think that men can compartmentalize um, feelings and sex, and I think that women can do the same, but I think that it takes a very mature individual, um, and it takes a very um, conscious individual with, oh, and uh, someone who truly knows himself to know if that's something in a concept in a structure they can function in. Because I'm someone, you know, in singleness, like I'm someone who can do who can do that. You know, I, I disassociate can, sex I can, and feelings. I can disassociate. Mm-hmm. And the disassociation is. I can I can even have feelings for you, but but not show those feelings in very jealous ways, or or I'll mm-hmm. feel like I own you, or that mm-hmm. you are hurting my feelings by doing something, or having your separate relationship with someone else. Mm-hmm. Like I know how to I know how to stay in my lane. I know okay. how to stay in my lawn. Okay. Um, there are some people who don't know how to do that, and I think some people believe that they do. And then they get into the driver's seat. Mm-hmm. Get caught with that okie doke. And they tear down 77 South and cause a crash. <laughs> and everybody just got to stop because you're saying that you can function in this space. But then when you see me out with somebody, you get in your feelings. You're hurt. You want to throw glasses. You, I mean, not that that happened. I'm just saying, you know. Story but, time? No, I actually, I, no, I told y'all my, you know, <laughs> choke me out on the couch story. You know, man. That's part one, y'all. So make sure you listen to part one. Brother, okay. just say no to domestic violence. We, uh, me too. <laughs> ah, no. oh, you better stop it. Um, okay. All right. I mean. Yeah. I mean, that's. I think that's the biggest thing. Um, male, female, you know, what have you. Like, be true to self. Um, because what you will do is you'll just, I mean, you will hurt yourself. And, and if you are not ready to do that, I mean, same thing as far as even in a romantic relationship. If you're not in a space where you're ready to really have a romantic relationship, meaning if you come into, if you come to that person with the, and, and at the point in time where you're declaring that you're going to be get into a romantic relationship, be real with yourself as far as where you are. Uh-huh. If you are not in a space where you're ready to trust, don't get into a relationship. Some people think they are ready to trust until they get triggered. And I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not talking to me. I'm actually pretty. I'm not that. I, I don't have trust issues. But seriously, all jokes aside, some people do really think they don't have trust issues and they get triggered or there's something brings something. It reminds them of a last relationship and then everything falls apart. And there's nothing wrong with that because everyone is human. Being triggered is not a problem. The problem comes in how you react how to, you react to mm-hmm. that. And the one reaction that does not take place enough is when that person who is triggered steps away from the relationship. Reason being, if you if you are telling yourself before you get into this relationship that you're at a point where you are you have you have come to a point of realization of how you manage your emotions. Mm-hmm. Because again, we're all entitled to feel how we feel. But if you if you realize that excuse me, that you've come to a point where you are mismanaging those emotions and you are finding yourself wanting to act out, you need to step out. 
Yeah, you do. You need to say and tell this person, regardless of how much you want to be with them, no matter how much you love them, regardless of how much you... You need to let that person know, I need to step away from this relationship because I am going to act out. So have you ever... Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> okay. Oh, God. No, you may, you do that on purpose, don't you? So no. you can get distracted. No, I just, I'm sorry. Um, 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 I think I know yeah. what you're saying, and I just I speak too soon. Yeah, so. sure. So, no, but I, I agree. I think that whatever you choose to do in your relationship, whatever type of relationship you choose to have, you need to make sure that you're ready to handle it, whatever it is. That's serious, that's casual, that's um, polyam or whatever. Whatever relationship that you are choosing to have, make sure that you're able to handle that. And what that looks like for you, I don't know. It looks different for different people. But just make sure that you are ready and able. And be truthful with yourself. And it's okay if, you not, if you're unable to handle something. Do you think you could ever be in a polyamorous relationship? No. <laughs> no. Um... No, that's actually never even crossed my mind. Mm. Me being in a polyamorous relationship, so either it could go both ways. It could go either way. It could be me. Actually, maybe if I can have two husbands. Mm -hmm. mm. Ooh, if you could have two husbands, would you have two husbands? If they were both okay with it. Would I have two husbands? Hmm. Maybe. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Like, it's fun to think about. But and when it came down to it for real, I'd probably be like, no. That's a lot of work. <laughs> I mean, two husbands. Um, I don't know. Poly, I don't think I would be in a polyamorous relationship. I think the most unconventional relationship I'm willing to be in would probably be... Probably not that unconventional. I'm about to say, any. I don't know what you would say that would be unconventional. Not that unconventional. That really I mean, be, yeah. honestly, no. I'm more of a traditionalist when it comes to relationships. I want to have a boyfriend. Uh-huh, I said the label. I want to be, you know, boyfriend, engaged, marriage. Like, that to me is the most traditional relationship. That's as, like, traditional as you can get. Were your parents boyfriend and girlfriend? I don't know what they called each other. Probably no, they not. Probably did. They probably weren't. They probably didn't they call each other adults. boyfriend. They probably said courting. Yeah. Um, I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask. That's a really... You know, I'm, I really want to have my parents on the pod. I would love I really want to have my parents on the pod. I really, truly do. I'm, I'm really heavily thinking about it. They would do it, too. They would, they would be like, what's going on? But anyway, we digress. So we had another topic. You got to transition us into the next one. Um, but we, I don't think we hit all our points, did we? <clears throat> well, we did. And, and um, to your point of asking, do men and women find it easy to compartmentalize when it comes to sex and emotion? Um, can they successfully function within that space? So, <clears throat> um, See, my thing is, with casual sex, I would imagine... <laughs> oh, boy. I would imagine that it really needs to be like you can't there has to be a certain cap on the person like this can't to me like I would never have casual sex with the person who I am just head over heels with it would just have to be I would have to compartmentalize them into a certain category maybe this person is really nice but I don't like the fact that he has a b and c that type of person <laughs> what what? What? 
Oh my goodness. What? Please, no. Come on. Come on. Give it. Let's go. Please. I need to hear this. Please continue. So meaning. So. <laughs> no! Mr. Trent's looking at me crazy. Okay. Stop it. You're making me nervous. Okay. So anyway, so what I mean is, I haven't had a lot of casual sex partners, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, I no, I'm not. I'm not I, I really truly haven't. I wasn't questioning. Um, I haven't. But the casual sex partners that I have had in the past, it's actually been a little minute. Um, gosh, I don't think any of them listen to the pod. So, <laughs> I was for sure attracted to them. Okay. Of course. Like, I was attracted to them. But there was always that something where I could never see myself with them in a relationship. Okay. So, that's like they, they just don't have that A, B, or C. So, for instance, maybe they weren't driven. Um, maybe they were just a little corny. You know, maybe... Those are the only examples. Actually, those are real. Those are true stories. So those those are the types of people because it's like it's a cap. Like I'm not going to accidentally fall in love with you. I'm not going to catch feelings because there's already just like an emotional cap with our connection. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's how I make sure that I can just not catch feelings with the person. That's just my little – that's just – my little two cents. I'm not suggesting people do it, mm-hmm. but that's just how I was able to compartmentalize, and I haven't caught feelings. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. What? I don't. That's true for me. No, you know what? I I, I can say it. I mean, that's that's true. I, there are some pe- there are people that I've had casual sex relationships with that I knew we weren't going to mm-hmm. be anything, mm-hmm. um, and I think that that probably. Was the reason why they continued to go, I guess, go on as long as they did. Yes, exactly. But, exactly. But. Did you go out with dates or was it strictly just casual? Like, we, it was just very like, hey, we can hang out, but I just, it, there were just so many boundaries. No, I mean, I can do, I'm cool, I'm cool with the dates. I'm cool with all of those See, things. See, that's how you know? get in an accident relationship and that's how people catch feelings, I think. But I, the thing about me that I feel is different from probably some people, men, men and women, is that. I function very well in the space that we operate. Loose, bou- not boundaries, um, labels. Like, you don't like labels anyway. I don't like yeah. labels anyway. So, I mean, as long I as... I missed the table, you see that? I was like... As long as we... I did see that. As long <laughs> as we have an understanding, then I'm going to function within that understanding. Um, equally, I'm not going to operate outside of that understanding. So, do you ever have a conversation like, this is just casual? Or do you guys just kind of assume and you just land in that category by default? I think for me, it's I usually start. I mean, we usually I usually start off letting that person know what space I'm where where I'm at, you know, mm-hmm. within my journey. Like, hey, look, I'm not really in the space of relationship. Mm-hmm. So you know, and that's my way of us having that open dialogue in the beginning. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. this is not something that I'm really even open to, regardless of who you may be, how how fantastic you are, and all those mm-hmm. beautiful things. Mm-hmm. You can be all of those fantastic things, and that's not going to change the fact that I'm not in that space for a relationship. Mm-hmm. What typically happens is, to your point, you know, because, yes, I do do the whole dates, and we can spend time, and we can Netflix, and we can do all of that beautiful stuff, because we've already, once we've had that conversation, 
You automatically say, I have the green light. I said it. It clear. It does clear you because you were open and honest. You weren't um, deceptive. You know where I'm at. Yeah. I, I feel like for me... Oops. Okay, that was close. I thought I accidentally paused that. I think, like, for me, I... I don't necessarily have... A, I just... I don't know. Like, I don't necessarily have a conversation. Mm, loose. Well, what do you mean loose? To because the, you don't, you don't, you're not having dialogue. You're so talking about as far just, as casual sex? Yeah, I mean, like, letting people... You're not letting that man know... That this is the space that you are that you want to function in. You are hoping or leaning into interpretation. I I mean I just kind of like no pun intended fall like the the casual sex partners I've had I just kind of it doesn't happen like well, I'm not calculating. It's it's hard to explain. So mm. it's not like you okay. So you meet them, you realize that they don't have A, B, and C. And so now they fall into the... See, I'm, oh my, I'm just going to tell all my business. No, no, make, make, it, make it clear now. Make it clear. Make it clear. So, to be fully candid, mm-hmm. the, the casual sex partners I've had uh-huh. have been long-term friends. Oh. Yeah. So that's why it's just kind of like... What's the difference... Situation. It's just not, I mean, it's just so, like, it's not, like, I, it's, they're, they're not, like, random people. Okay. Um, so it's just, like, I just, it's just, oh, God. Yeah. It's just not really, it's just different. And that's, I'm just, I never caught feelings. I just, I didn't. I just, I can compartmentalize it. Okay. And then I'm kind of, like, closed off anyway, so it's really not hard for me to just kind of, like, separate. Well, all right. Um, <laughs> moving right along. Um, this actually was a question that we got um, from someone who listened to part one. Because, again, you guys are giving us these things. We can't stress enough. Jump in our DMs on the podcast. <laughs> Jump in the DMs on the podcast so we can know. You know where your head's at. What jump in my DMs. I'm. I, I jump in my DMs. I tell y'all this every pod. Listen, and speaking of DMs. My DMs are about dry. Like oh, my DMs desert. are dry. I mean, my goodness. Like, they are so dry. I mean, I have one little slippage, but... Hey, man. Child, you, they are, are you, dry. How's your marketing? How's your marketing? Oh, terrible. I'm private. I don't... I follow... Well, come on. The only thing that I like are animal pages, ASMR, like, go. personal friends pages. Like, my, my DMs are so dry. I had the same conversation with a friend dry. of mine. Dry. Y'all, you, you, are you waiting for him to knock on your door? Because that's not happening. I don't think I'm going to meet my person online. I really, truly think that... But you may not meet your person online, but mm-hmm. as closed off as you may be online... I am closed your off. Your person's friend may be the one who may see you online. So if you're okay. not opening your avenues up to even being accessed... Accessed... Like, I'm not going to have a public page. Why not? Why not? I don't like that. What, what, what's the... I mean... You don't know who's lurking. I don't like that. I'm it's on too your, open. I'm on your page. It, I mean, you, you ain't really got a whole lot of going on. I mean, that's not I'm just saying, like. You mean things that are going to, like, put me out there? No. <laughs> because even within your private page, you're still very private. So it's not like you're posting <laughs> personal things. I know. You might as well just open it up. I mean, that, that's just a suggestion. So, oh, this is the question that I wanted to ask you. Remember, and we never wrote it down. Okay. So, if you were to literally play matchmaker for me, who, like, what would the guy be? Like, how would he be personality-wise? 
and what would he look like? If I'm like, if you mm. literally, if your life depended on it. Okay. Um, if I could, if I could make, if I could create a guy, or if I could, I mean, okay, fine. If you want to create him, whatever. Well, wait a I mean, all right. So I would imagine probably a brother about maybe six three, six three, six four. I'm five nine for those who've never seen me in person. Um, I would imagine him to be absolutely an intellect, um, very cerebral. Um, uh, very yes. I, would, I believe that he would need to be adventurous because you're not so much of you're not I'm so not. adventurous Mm-mm. but you want to be <laughs> so he would need to be patient jesus Ooh. he would need to be adventurous um he would need to be spiritual yes you would need to be mm-hmm. spiritual for sure um mm-hmm. a family man mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um he would need to be experienced. He would mm-hmm. need to be ambitious. In what? Uh, you know. <laughs> um, he would need to be. <laughs> we got. We got to have a part three now. I remember. We gonna do a part three. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Or we go. We go. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> he would need to be. He would need to be. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's about right. That's pretty good. That was a, that's about right. That's about right. Sense of humor for sure. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So I don't know. I don't feel like I'm gonna meet my person online. I feel like it's truly going to be probably out. Out of Cleveland. No. He's got so everybody. Um. For those of you who <laughs> are some of our listener base that are not in Ohio, we trying to get muff to dc chocolate city <laughs> because i believe that there are some brothers who are very much so ready and waiting for someone like miss bradshaw in <laughs> chocolate city <laughs> so um if you all you know, there are a couple of events that i think we're gonna hit up we're gonna oh, i'm excited yeah we're gonna take the show to uh to dc <laughs> you know i haven't been in a while man i miss dc so uh, I think we're gonna do. We're gonna take her, take her out there mm. so she can see what DC mm. has to offer, mm. and just maybe it's gonna change her mind because this, this a whole DC is a different world from Cleveland. Mm. I assure you. So mm. anyway, um, okay, what you want to do? You looking at the timestamp, right? You know, I, because yeah, we got we had a couple more to do because we had to do the um that last one, man, that last one, the, right? How do we? Ah, oh, that's what I'm saying. Mm. Uh, see, we're trying to like because I mean it's an hour. It's an hour. We're at an hour fifteen. We'll give it. We'll leave it with that. We'll leave it with that. So then we'll do. We'll do another. Uh, just we can just leave it to that. So we are going to. We we done. We, we done. We capping off. Okay. So that's it. You know our in transitions are so bad. We're just like okay, we're done now. Bye. We always got more to say. <laughs> and we, tr- we try to keep you all from listening for so long. And right. Shout outs to everybody who listens throughout the entire show. Yes. The, the majority of the listener base does and that's really big. Yes. It's huge. We see it. We appreciate yes, it. Yes, we do. Yes, um, we do. On all forms that you hear this show, again, is the top rating is, is very much appreciated mm-hmm. and possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and engage. Continue to remain engaged. Yeah. Like, let us know what you think, what you want to talk about about what you want us to discuss we recently got you know responses saying hey we want y'all to dig deeper yeah and we appreciate that thank you very much thank you we trying child we We, yeah we and we're gonna have guests yes we're gonna have a couple of guests i'm excited about that yeah 
Um, so we have some exciting things for season three. Yeah, we're stepping out of the box. Season mm-hmm. three is going to be the um, getting a little part. Well, personal, I guess. Personal, right? Personal, getting a little. Uh, uh, I don't even know. I don't know how how you how you want to reference it, but season personal, three is just going to be very interesting. A little more intimate conversations. Yeah. And um, so yeah, we appreciate y'all. Follow us on all social media. I can never say that. Social, social media. media outlets. Yes. Muffy Bradshaw and most certainly inspired. Most certainly inspired underscore by underscore greatness. Yes. Um, Twitter B Cherry B C H E R R Y two one six. Um, yeah, man. Get at us. Bye. Peace.